Welcome back, everyone. Milk Bucket, episode 47, I think. Hey, boys. Yep, exactly. We're all blending episode together. 47. We got me, we got Baz, we got Aaron, and yes. we've also got a special guest, Sen, from the Critical Banter podcast. Uh, g'day, boys. G'day, g'day. But before, before we get into all of this, boys, I got to show you something. Oh, yeah? This is my dick. Oi, good oh, science. Oh, that's a big one. Whew. Baz, feel, feel it real quick. Oh, that's fucking... Are those your balls? Yeah, smooth, right? Fuck me, that's smooth. Aaron, give it a sniff. <laughs> This feels refreshing and good. Send, give him a take. I'm joking. <laughs> We're not into all that. That's, you know, Harvey Weinstein, all that shit is bad. But not I don't anymore. know if you guys know this, but support for Milk Bucket is actually brought to you by Manscaped, hey. who's the best in men's below the waist grooming. Oh. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your fucking family jewels. Precision. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package. Join over 4 million men worldwide. A lot of men. He's a lot of men. That, that is quite a lot. A lot of smooth balls. That's what I'll say. Smooth. <laughs> that's like a rapper on this ad. <laughs> Who trusts Manscaped with this exclusive offer? You get twenty percent off. Look, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut to the bullshit. Twenty percent off. Use the code Milk Bucket. Milk Bucket at the fucking checkout. You'll support the show and you'll get the fucking most amazing balls you can ever have. Here's the thing. Everyone who's shaved their balls before, you're always terrified. True. You know, you, you're, too, you're too afraid to breathe because you think I'm going to actually shave my balls off. But I had that the, every day. The Lawnmower 4.0, it's amazing. Yeah. It helps reduce nicks and nips of the skin. It makes you feel so safe when using the product. And guess what? You get the most amazing balls. It even comes with ball deodorant. Yeah. Now, I know usually you're thinking, yeah, I'll get my Lynx Africa and <laughs> fucking spray it on my underarms. Yeah. But guess what? Ladies are going to smell what's down there. Yeah. And when you've been working your nine to five. Nine to or, five working your four-hour shift at Macca's and you're trying to get <laughs> Stacy from the register to sniff your balls. Do you want her to be smelling fucking musty old cheese? Stacey. No, of course not. Stacey, or do, you want her, do you want her to smell the crop preserver? Hey, the crop preserver. And here's the thing. Manscaped, they're generous people. They're throwing in two free gifts with your purchase of the Performance Package 4.0. You'll get free underwear, which make you feel like a king when you put them on. Support your junk well, I'm not going to lie. You can shed travel bag. All packaged up in one nice fucking beautiful thing. I mean, Baz and Aaron, you guys got yours. How are you feeling? Fantastic. Smooth. Wait, Aaron, let me feel. Oh, oh shit. Feel good. Yo, I can see my face in that. <laughs> I see your Baz, give me a sniff. Not bad. Not bad. Eh? Not bad. Eh? Not bad. I'll Not have to bad. talk to you later about that. <laughs> anyway, boys, it's time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code MILKBUCKET. That's manscaped.com. Use MILKBUCKET for 20% off. Let's get into the fucking show. Fuck yeah, boys. Code MILKBUCKET. Rock your body. I think we already did this song. We already did it. Yeah, we already did it. <laughs> should we make a Milk Bucket song right now? We should make a song. Aren't, aren't you a musician, Sen? Yeah, let's go. What did you used to play? Played keyboard for three years. I think piano is the hottest instrument. I think keyboard's slightly different to piano. Same, same, right? Wait, what type of... It it wasn't like the the guitar piano, right? Same, same. I I think Sen means like an RGB. Yeah, I meant like one of the mechanical keyboards. Yeah, yeah. What keyboard are you talking about? Oh, shit. Keyboard, that's what you call the piano, right? No, he was talking about RuneScape. Ah, oh, RuneScape. Good what, game. What were you talking about? You know, fucking this Mozart. Fucking I was Mo- thinking him as well. I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah. confused what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I was going to send notes when I'm talking bullshit. That's the difference. <laughs> so shall we introduce Sen? Oh, absolutely. Sen, who is you? Introduce yourself. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Uh, that was. I'm, I'm going to introduce Sen. <laughs> so Sen comes from the Critical Banner podcast, around 200,000, uh, over 200,000 followers on TikTok. They're absolutely killing it. They've been smashing it. It was a really funny story how we actually discovered this. So one, so we used to work together, me and Sen, and one of the people in the group sent a TikTok to the group chat and it was Sen's. And the thing is, he didn't even know that when he fucking sent it. So he, did, he, <laughs> just, no, he, no idea. he just sent that group. That, and I was like, what the fuck? Is that Sen? And then, and then he was just like, yeah, boys. <laughs> I've been running a TikTok for this whole fucking time. That must have been a massive compliment. They're sending your TikToks without even knowing it's you. The thing is, I thought he was taking the piss, but yeah, so he just sent the TikTok across and he's like, dude, this is pretty funny. And then Basil's like, dude, that's Sen's voice. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, by the way, guys, that's, we have a TikTok. That's crazy. Like, can I ask you? So wait, that, wait, wait, we haven't. So you're from the Critical Banter podcast. That's correct. I feel yeah. like we should say that. Did I not say that? He did. He did. I'm oh, okay. Let's say it a few yeah, more times. Critical, yeah. banter, critical banter, banter boys. Find anyway. us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Well, Links all down below, boys. So fucking get at it. I was going to ask you when that message came by. Did you see it immediately? No, did, I think it was it was like twenty or thirty. Yeah, minutes Yeah, because it took him like twenty thirty minutes to respond, and I was like, oh, because if I if someone discovered it, I'd probably take my time and think like, ah, oh, fuck. Now, now I'm gonna explain all this shit. Yeah, that was the main thing. Like, I, not that I didn't want to tell you guys. It was just oh, then I have to just like, you know, give Dude. the whole backstory of the podcast. Blah blah blah. I 100 percent. Yeah, yeah, we've all gone through it. It's so it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because you're just kind of like, shit. Are they taking the piss or do they think this is good? Exactly. That was the biggest <laughs> thing. Like, <laughs> is this cringe or yeah, you know, do you exactly. guys actually think this is funny? Well, and the other thing is that because it's work, so you gotta yeah. be you gotta be professional. And I don't know, like, critical banter actually isn't that not safe for work. Yeah, yeah. But the Milk Bucket podcast gets pretty fucking rally. Like you go onto that. If anyone from work saw that, the first fucking TikTok they'd see is, which one is more gay? Being in the middle or on the end of a three-way? <laughs> oh, I think, so Sen, which one is more gay? <laughs> I think our most viewed one as well on TikTok is me saying that I would fuck my cousin. So I mean, oh, actually, not exactly hey, safe for work. Too, so that's cool. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. ours. You're in good company. <laughs> hey, they don't know that yet. <laughs> So there's a there's a hypothetical situation that we've asked a few people on this podcast, and we need to get your we need to get your two cents on this. All right, so this is quite serious. So the yeah. answer will change our perception of you. Okay. So say you're on a you're on an island, a deserted island. It's about the same size of, uh, we'll say like, it's hard to give a context, but say we'll say a hundred meters by a hundred meters. So it's like a square island, or you can think of a circle, the same type of area. And um, there's trees, there's foliage, but there's nothing man-made. So there's no knives, there's no guns, there's nothing like that. And on that island is only you and an elephant. And you get, to, you get to repeat this simulation a hundred times. Yeah. An African elephant, which can stand up to four meters tall. Continue. Sure. And you get to repeat this experiment a hundred times. Do you think in any one of these hundred times, you would beat the elephant to a fight to the death? Uh, all hundred. No. Honestly, in all answers, no. Fuck no. Thank you. you. How would I take so an elephant? Glad. So there's no weaponry. There's no-, no. Oh, you can use like so a I'm rock. using my bare hands. No, you can use a rock. Or anything a rock. Yeah. Oh, what do I do with a rock, rock stick. brother? You can make a spear if you want. You can splash water at its eyes, blind it. Baz thinks he's gonna. The elephant's gonna charge him. He says, "Ah, I get twenty minutes apiece to build my fucking spear." <laughs> yeah. Why would it charge me? Because They're African aggressive. elephants are wildly territorial and are known for charging people. Yeah, but not not everyone. Yes, <laughs> not you. They'll look at you and be like, "Oh, he's cool." Well, at the end of the day, they're for hunting packs. They don't hunt. They don't hunt. But they're always in packs. Not so always. First thing, what that? What's that elephant thinking? Where's my buddies? Guess what, buddy? Well, you're, he needs backup to mate, take you. You don't have any buddies. Here's the thing. It's he's just, gonna think, where's my buddies? And gonna feel more agitated and isolated. Exactly. Which means yeah. he's gonna be more willing to That's, attack you. He's gonna make mistakes. No, he's not. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Baz's, Baz's mentality is like, bro, I'd, I'd just out, I'd starve him. 
I'd outstarve him because elephants have to eat X amount of tons a day. And I'm like, you know, humans have to eat stuff, except you're on an island where he can at least eat the leaves and you're just sat there twiddling <laughs> your thumb, realizing you're wasting away for fucking three days. At the end of the day, when, when we appear there, it's going to be me and him. And I know. And, and we're he's going to fuck you no, in the no, ass. We're going to make eye contact. I'm going to say, mate, you don't have any buddies. You're gonna, not going to make eye contact. You don't have buddies there either. You're not going to make eye contact. You're going to have to lift up your head. At the end of the day, I'm going to look at him and say, mate, it's me and you. Let's dance. And then he's going to pick you up by the trunk and go, <laughs> doom, 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 doom. <laughs> like the Hulk to Loki in that fucking scene in yeah, Avengers, yeah. you know? So you actually reckon you couldn't take him on? No. Don't worry. You, Everyone you, else on this podcast agrees with no. he's like, whoa, 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 Wait, whoa. so you're scared of the dark. It's like, no. <laughs> you're fucking up. talking about fighting an elephant. I think you're the first person in a long time whose gut reaction wasn't a yes. That's not true. Disagree entirely. Who? who Everyone, who Everyone in to. Fiji was not with you. No, I highly disagree. The only was person was Harley. Harley and then- Harley um, was not with you. I think Ryan was yes at first and then he changed He's a guy. country boy. He, okay, but everyone said yes. Everyone know they and did And then not. So, some people changed to nose when they saw real videos and saw how yeah, big they Yeah, okay, so they saw real <laughs> elephants. So everyone who agreed with you had never seen an elephant before. Yes. Well, that's that's unimportant. It's not unimportant. It doesn't matter because- It's the only thing. Okay, you don't want to be caught in the details of these type of things. Ah. Because Like execution, them being four, four meters tall and weighing, you know- 500 kilos. Well, it's, that's the thing. Probably They're, more than that. I think my car weighs 500 kilos. Probably more than tons. Yeah. It's all about- All the videos of them toppling trees and fucking <laughs> knocking over cars. No, no, but Basil awesome. It's fine. Bro, yeah. easy. Take your shirt off. Basil really dunked. Do you know that? Shirt <laughs> At the end of the day, what matters is quickness. Here's the thing. Basil is <laughs> Basil's notorious for being wrong. I'm curious about this. I'm one. well aware of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he works with him. Trust he me, we know. <laughs> this is why we brought you on. We just ran shit on Basil for fucking an hour. So, Sam, what do you think- if you were to fuck one girl, Ariana Grande or Nicki Minaj, who would it be? Basil and I have had this discussion oh, have many oh, really? times. You brought this to work? He's, he's brought this to work and he's brought it to managers at our old place as well. <laughs> oh, did I actually? You did. And he my went ad- to the CEO and he said, if you're on an island. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we had opposing ass to this. I said Ariana Grande. Hell of yes, 10 kid. times out of 10. Because you're a rational man who with eyes. Yeah. You I remember I mean? someone said Nicki Minaj. No, it was you. No, you were the no only person- that? No one else said Bats, no. You were that someone. There was I'm, okay. There's always someone else. That's there's the never. There's in every never. group, in you every never group, won. there's always be. There's we always literally be someone. asked people walking around Thailand doing a fucking census survey, and everyone said, "What are you talking about? Nicki Minaj is gross and ugly. She's like a hobbit." Well, at the end of the day, you know, some people don't like to view themselves as being able to achieve anything, so they just pick the easy option. Easy but option. At the end, I, I get it. <laughs> Nicki would be so much easier. The biggest star in the world versus a short, fat, ugly bitch. You're right. <laughs> Is, is Ariana fat? Oh what God. the fuck? When did that happen? That's a nice one, bro. <laughs> That's a nice <laughs> one, dog. You got a zing right there. Hey, Baz, hit, a, hit an applause for yourself. I don't know where it is. Baz, hit long. an applause it's for yourself. No, long. that was probably the best joke you'll make this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say, okay, speaking of work, what are your guys' thoughts on Zoom meetings? Are you guys starting to get a bit fucking sick of them? I don't I, mind them. I don't think I've ever not been sick of them. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. They're the worst thing ever. Well, I mean, first and foremost, has anyone here taken a Zoom meeting wank? No. No, I haven't. Yeah, neither. Did one last <laughs> week. <laughs> what did you say? I did one last week, but I don't want to talk about it here. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I did one this, I mean. Aaron's come. so into fucking trying to tune all the finance bitches that he always has the camera off. It doesn't matter if he's in his underwear and no shirt on, he's always got the camera on. I have a fucking story. Oh, so yeah. when I started at the company I work for, I was going through a phase, not even a phase. I've been like this my whole life, but during summer, I never wear a shirt. So I joined a team meeting with all the grads without a shirt. 
Because I thought it was normal. A work meeting. Yeah, a work meeting. <laughs> yeah, to be Jesus. fair, I had been drinking with them before. Like, we we're very casual. We've spoken about things that you don't speak with, uh, speak about at work. I joined this call and they were all very confused, but I set a precedent. That was what's important because once I did that once, I could do it again. Well, you're the alpha. I'm the alpha. <laughs> could you imagine I go into a fucking Maury's, team meeting with my shirt off? Maury's the nudist. Could you imagine yeah. this The weird guy at the beach. What are you talking about? Here's the other thing. Aaron's fucking workmates, and I've met them, they're not like us. So my work was very similar to Aaron's. Yeah. My workmates would just fucking give you so... Could you imagine if someone did that? If, yeah. to, if fucking, for example, Tony went into the group, like a, into a video call with his shirt off. Be fucking to be fair, hilarious. He would not hear the end of it. None of those people work with me anymore. I don't want to say that's the reason. Oh, but actually. Yeah, yeah, they've all left. Oh, but um, it, yeah, so it was a different group to what you know. But they're also all girls. So. Oh, I see your angle. Could have been uh, a strategy. What was the um what was sexual the harassment? Sexual well, yeah, harassment. Hang on. wait. So wait, they were all girls, and you're the only bloke. That's you so much weirder. Not gonna lie. Yeah, Aaron's mate. like, I no, we're playing normal. shirts versus skins. That's the thing. I or like, I'd always join like tis- Discord calls and stuff. Never with the shirt. I just hadn't put the two and two together. Yeah, Discord calls. I yeah. hate to be the guy. What do you? What do you think <laughs> what the female the population on Discord is, bro? It's like, it's like, yeah. When I'm talking to my mates, I always say, yeah, fucking. But they, hell, they were mates to me. That's the thing. But like, no one like ratted or anything because we're friends. Like, we'd gone out drinking and stuff. Because they were too intimidated by your sexual advances. <laughs> they felt unsafe it in the workplace. I think no I did a training on this. Because I'd already done it with like other people one-on-one. Oh, so you're a one-on-one. No. Aaron like, walks mate. into a meeting room with his shirt off saying, so let's get down to the hot and sweaty like business. <laughs> Dude, this is peak summer. This is peak Put summer. Put on a fan, <laughs> you fucking <laughs> psycho. Yeah, Jesus. The aircon on, brother. Aaron is the guy at the gym who fucking takes his full <laughs> underwear, shirt, <laughs> socks, all this shit, and just walks around naked oh, okay, doing so his hair. This is the thing. At the gym, everyone flexes. Everyone likes to have a quick mile. Aaron's the type of guy that takes his pants off to flex his legs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he pulls his sweatpants down to check that quad. But he also pulls down his underwear because he needs to get the top of the quad. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm going to do that with Manscaped. Oh, hey. God. With the Manscaped uh-huh. underwear, put it down a bit. Code milk bucket. So here's the other thing with (laughs) (laughs) code milk bucket. That's the fucking way. Talking about traders like Baz. Yeah. Eileen Goo's been in the in the news. She's Heidi uh, Klum. I. (laughs) 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 This would be a different conversation. Although both models, Eileen Goo, who's an American Chinese uh, skier, she was in the Winter Olympics. I think she won gold. She won it competing for China. Now she grew up in uh, in America. She's, I think, half Chinese, half American. Um, so she's a halfy. Very attractive woman. Gorgeous. It makes me want to agree with all her beliefs. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but she also did kind of betray her own country to go fuck off to China and get a bag. Now, Where Mike, was she born? She was born in America. She grew oh. up in America. She was American. Oh, she's American. But- yeah. Well, she's, she's, she's equally both, but she also grew up in America. And she's got great Mandarin. It's not like she's, uh, she's so, going over there and saying, yeah. Konnichiwa. But that's not Chinese. The question is, oh yeah, it's not. That's not Chinese. (laughs) Anyway, I was just trying to think of something with syllables so I could do the accent. But fuck it. She moved to China and she competed for them, and I think she won a gold. Now viewers can correct me if she fucking did bad, but I don't think this would be a new story if she got a fucking bronze. Yeah. Who cares about bronzes? If you get a bronze, that's just advertising for I didn't win the Olympics. Just a fake gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. The question is, if you're in a scenario where you weren't born in the country you were raised and arguably the country that made you who the person you are today, yeah, would you compete for the ethnicity that you grew up as? Because yeah. there's no doubt, like, she's Chinese-American, 100%. Chinese is, uh, China is probably a big yeah. part of her cultural upbringing. But at the same time, when you grow up and use American I, I think it would be okay for Sen to be uh, competing in the Sri Lankan 
That's fine. So Sen Sen is born and raised in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but he's Sri Lankan. Yeah. So I would I would say it's okay for him to compete with the Sri Lankan Olympics. Why? For sure. Because there's not I don't think there's that many superstars in Sri Lanka that aren't cricket superstars. That's a fair point. Yeah. So it's like kind of like they need all the help they can get. <laughs> Do you agree it, or disagree? No, I agree with that completely. But you're probably asking more from a trader point of view, right? You know. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of I'm so I what I would think of is like who do you have? This is probably a good question to you, and maybe Baz. Uh, Baz, it's a bit more obvious because he just talks like a typical white guy. <laughs> <laughs> what I realize, actually, so do you. I don't know what I'm saying, but do you think you would have more in common with the average Aussie or the average Sri Lankan? Nah, it's, just, it's the classic. You know, if I go to Sri Lanka, I'm whitewashed Sri Lankan. Yeah, exactly. But here, yeah. I'm not white enough to be Australian, so I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah, yeah. kind of in the middle. But if I had to say that I was one or the other, I would say I'm closer to Australian because I was yeah. born and raised here. Yeah. Or I, I think the way I do it is in Australia, I'm Arabic. Yeah. Outside of Australia, if I'm in Europe, then I'm Australian. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, you're always who your culture is. And I think my culture is Australian. But then yeah, when I'm in well, Australia- that, That's what I mean. Like, like, it's very obvious that you two guys, whilst you have your uh, your ethnic backgrounds and shit like that, and there's a good part, there's a good chance that that's very important to you and it's like shaped who you yeah, are and shit yeah. like that. But like, if you're talking to someone, they're going to assume you're an Aussie. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And my question is like, what are you guys, what are your thoughts on that whole concept? Because to be honest, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like she gone out there and she's made a bag because yeah. if she was just the 50th skier or, or like in, like no one cares about uh, fucking winter Olympics. Let's be real. I don't even I know was, the winter Olympics were on to be and honest. And I was about yeah. to say, bro, if she had won a fucking bronze medal, then we have something in common because we both didn't win the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she went to China and she got a bag, but she was not, Telling people because China doesn't allow dual citizenships. She Does wasn't. Not? No. Okay. Wait, so she's not Chinese citizen. No, she became a Chinese citizen oh, for this. That's what? spicy. And she wasn't okay, saying that changes she, shit. She was. She's intending to go to I think Stanford or Harvard or something like that. So she's intending to live in America. So my question is, do you guys like? What are you guys thoughts on so patriotism? Is she, is she a dual citizen now, or is no. she? She you have to give Chinese. up. You have to give up the American to be Chinese. I, oh, That's a bit extreme. Fuck, okay. bro, I feel like okay. This is the thing. It's tough for me and Sen because yeah. neither of us really have a reason to pick the other side. No, but with her, she kind of does because there's a lot of money if you're a Chinese athlete. Yeah, like, I respect yeah, that partly. What she's done, especially in a Winter Olympics based in China. Mm. Oh, exactly. So true. it's not just like a, a random Winter Olympic. It's like no, we're boosting the the uh, results for our fucking one. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But like, yeah, what do you guys, what do you guys think about that whole yeah. situation? Because like I've spoken to a lot of, uh, to be honest, a lot of Chinese people who have grown up in Australia and yeah. they're like, when I go to China, Chinese people don't treat me like yeah. I'm Chinese. Exactly. They treat me like, oh, are you Malaysian? Like, what are you? Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it, they don't just fit in straight away because they, they're, even though they might speak Mandarin uh, proficiently amongst people here, it's a different thing about whether you speak it every day. Here's another you thing I mean? as well, and you might have noticed this as well, especially back home. Yeah. Chinese people in Australia are very different to Chinese people in China. 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like Indian people in Australia, I assume, are very different to Indian people in, in India. Yeah, yeah It's like sure. you have- a, when you Sri Lankan Baz, come on. Oh, I know, but I'm not talking about India. <laughs> no, I'm just taking the I was just picking another- Baz is racist. <laughs> what I was trying to say is that when you're in a first world country, it's multicultural because people have wanted to go there. It wasn't always multicultural. Yeah, so yeah, you only course. have the best- of Chinese people that have managed to be able to come to Australia or to come to America. And when you go to, because you, it's, it's very hard to get a visa overseas. The like, word the best just feels uncomfortable. No, it? no, it's not, it's not. Bro. They're not sending our best. They're rapists, <laughs> they're murderers. <laughs> but this is the thing, you only, it's very hard to get a fucking PR in Australia, a permanent residency. 
really fucking hard. You've got to be very skilled and you've got to do very well and you've got to you have like, really good English. You need like four degrees or some shit. Yeah. And like so you're not, a million dollars. Or you're not, you know, for example, for Jordan, you're not getting the average Jordanian. You're not getting the average Chinese person. Like you're getting the top of the top. And those people are very- you just call yourself the top of the top? No, I'm calling like uh, my dad who did the immigration. I'm just fucking anyone. It's also not the top of the top because the top of the top, like I've heard this analogy in, uh, used with India where it's like the top of the top Indians can make money in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they want to stay amongst their people and also make money. Yeah. It's kind of like middle class or like upper middle class. Upper middle. It's like the yeah. next rung down. You got the you got enough money to pay for the fucking Australian tuition where it's like yeah, four exactly. times higher than residence. But at the same time, it's like, you, yeah, you're not like, you're not so wealthy and so connected that, you know- It's, it's not all about money though. A lot of people might come from medical treatments. So a lot of the times you might have someone who's in the upper class. And for example, they might need an IVF treatment to have children. So they say that there's no chance we can have this in, in Sri Lanka and there's no chance we can have this in Jordan. We're, we're going to need to immigrate out of here. You usually don't need to get a PR to get IVF. No, but you need to get treatment. out of there. And to, you, it takes m- multiple times to do that. And what if you have multiple kids? Just and catch multiple flights. What are you talking about? That's better than, get, than uprooting your entire existence and flying if you're an upper class person. Oh, uh, there's more benefits to just having the kid. Like you want to have a kid overseas, have them educated there, and then you can do it for free if they become citizens or like with major dis- like There's so many benefits. But again, I don't think anyone in the actual upper class is ever getting bad educated. Like the upper no. class in any country is usually have some off money to give yeah, them proper yeah. education. They're speaking English, for sure. They're speaking fluent English. They're getting a degree that they want so to So English have. isn't my metric of success, Baz. So I'm not a racist. Oh, like overseas, you. bro, it's huge. But in overseas, it actually overseas, is quite it's a fucking huge. huge. Like being able to speak English without an accent, like with an American accent or something like that, which is the quickest way to know if someone's upper middle class overseas. And they can speak English with an international accent. That's interesting. It's, it's the quickest way to know because you can speak to them and they'll just fully understand it. And they speak better English than an Australian person would. Because we have slang, so we don't understand. We don't know the proper way of saying things. If they went to an English international school, sure. But if they go to an American one, they're not speaking better English. <laughs> Americans <laughs> can't even spell words correct because they want to fucking shorten them. Yeah, well, you Color, have- Color, C-O-L-O-R, fuck off. Well, you have a lot of- <laughs> uh, It might cunts. be the same in Sri Lanka, actually. But in Jordan, you have a lot of um, like white people that are teaching there. So you'll have people that wanted to teach in a third world country. So you just have a lot of actual Americans that are there who are teaching them English. So they know very, like they have very high standards of English. It's, it's. Well, yeah, so Sri Lanka was a British colony. So when the, yeah, of course, when your ancestors were there, they forced Irish, everyone Irish. to learn English. I'm so. Irish, Tim. Oh, sorry. I'm Irish. I was oppressed by the English. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck Join the club. Fuck him. Pro IRA, innit? Yeah. Is Sri Lanka like India where they actually don't mind the English? They're like, they're kind of happy about it? <sighs> no, what do you mean? India hates the English. Yeah. Dude, what are you talking about? India. There are yeah. some people that like it and some people hate yeah, it, but I a thought... lot of them fucking hate it, bro. Oh, the vast majority hate bro, it. There, there, there have been studies came out that sh- that showed like India's trajectory, they were going to be yeah. the superpower. Like their their economy was fucking banging. They had all, they had all these like spices and riches yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The English came and just took it all. They literally just drained it and then fucking Gandhi went on a hunger strike and they said, now's a good time. Yeah, as once they've taken everything fucking, already. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're all fucking PC. Trying to take it back. Mate, look what you did for fucking 2,000 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the fact that uh, England's national dish is tikka masala tikka is masala, crazy. masala, there you go. Like, that's such disrespect. You, I don't know you, if it's paying homage or disrespect. No, no, the thing, you can't like even nothing. find tikka masala in India. It's not yeah, a thing. Apparently it was made in, in It was made UK. in England, yeah. 
by like but, Engl- uh, by like Indian immigrants who went, went yeah, to England. Yeah, and then the white people claim it's theirs. It's like, no, motherfucker. Well, that's, what, that's what they do. It was a dude <laughs> from India who made a fucking sick dish, and now you bitches are claiming that some white dude with a skinhead said, <laughs> you know what? I know what would be great in curry. You spent a couple months in London, right? Yeah, yeah. How did you find that? Expensive. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so expensive. Like getting the tube, Jesus Christ. It was How like much is the tube? to go even like a couple of stations, was like three, four pounds. So oh, times it by two. Yeah. Eight bucks to go. You could probably walk that in 10, 20 minutes. That's fucked. Damn. What else was expensive? You mean like rent or just food or just everything? Well, so I went with uni. So I paid like a couple of thousand pounds for like a couple of months, like you said, a couple yeah. of weeks actually. Yeah. Um, and then, but food was cheap. Food was all right. Booze was so cheap. Do you go to like a Tesco, which is like a, Literally, as you walk down the street, there's like a supermarket Tesco. You can buy like, it was like a liter of Carlsberg for like one pound. Jesus. Oh. I do remember the one pound and the one euro beers. Yeah. And you yeah. just go to, you go to any server, the same way you'd get a vape here in any sort of like corner shop. You just get a beer from the fridge, one, one euro. What do they at pubs though? Are they expensive? Same prices here. Yeah, it, okay. it's Six not pounds. bad. It's actually, booze is actually not bad. Yeah. It's because Australia has so many tariffs Taxes, on everything yeah. that it's just anything in Australia costs money to get well, to. It makes you feel like how the fuck are the pubs in Australia profiting when it's so cheap to buy booze from the, like here, it's cheaper to get a six pack from the from the liquor land or like the liquor store, but it's not that much cheaper. Like you're not saving heaps of money. In England, you're saving a fucking bag because yeah. you can get a six pack for literally four pound and then each beer is still the same price here, which is like maybe $12 Aussie, $13 Aussie. And the, the six pack is less than one beer. That's crazy. That's the fucked part. And people just get so fucking wasted there as well. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's- But well, they get wasted here too. No, I mean, you're still no, getting two X. You physically cannot get wasted in bars here to the same level as over there. Like they don't- Check for if you're wasted, they don't care. If you can pay, you get what you order. Really? Okay. There's, there's no- So people don't kick you out if you're too fucked. That's just not true. They might, there's compilation videos of people being thrown out because they're too pissed. Yeah, no, they might be thrown out, but they won't be refused service. Like they won't be being refused. Being thrown out, like being Any, thrown out and refused service. Out. They're fucking, they're pretty similar situations. Yeah. What were your thoughts actually living there? I think, yeah, like I lived in central London, so it was fucking busy. It was like so busy all the time, heaps yeah. of people. Um, the one thing I did like, so all the pubs and stuff, you can actually drink outside on the street. Yeah. So like at five, five o'clock on like a Friday or whatever, you're, you're seeing like you're walking down the street and everyone just has a beer on their hand, like standing on the pavement. Yeah, that's sick. It's oh, kind of jarring at first. Cause oh, like in Sydney, fuck. you can't do any of that shit, right? What about on the tube? Can you just have uh, a beer with you? It's a bit sketchy on the tube, to be honest, especially if you went at night. Obviously, really? as a guy, it was a bit okay, but like, I feel like if I was a woman, fuck, I'd be scared, honestly. Really? Yeah. Oh, and then peak hour on the tube is one of the worst things I've ever helped, felt in my life. Really? So Why? The central line, the red line, their uh, trains don't have aircon. So I went in summer as well. So it was like 30 something outside. In the tube, is like 40. That's fucking You're packed. Oh, bro. Literally, you, it's like, this is pre COVID as well. You're literally, I had like barely any room to even move my arms. Fuck, so you're like, and a there's Japanese no aircon. Fuck, damn. Do you feel like a hot chicken in a Japanese train? Yeah, but no one was groping me though, oh. so I was doing the groping. <laughs> Do you reckon that actually happens in the Japanese trains? Yeah. No, I actually don't think so because I, I've heard that Japanese, the reason why their population is declining so much is because blokes don't know how to make any kind of move. So I think- <laughs> No way. I, well, I, their I, their population is heavily declining. And when I went there, like the amount of sex stores- Yeah. To the amount of kids you saw, <laughs> oh, kind of disproportionate. I'm not gonna because lie. All the blokes are working 24 seven, so they don't have time. I mean, to I'm sure people. that's part of it. Not but that like, they don't know how to pick up girls. 
No, but there's a big thing that Japanese men are like, there's like a, an unconfidence level when it comes to just going out and like pulling. Couldn't it be a culture? Surely the culture would adapt to that. Maybe, but like, why do people not report the same thing in Korea like they do in Japan? Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Like Japan has a severe, like Japan's economy is going to be fucked in 50 years because they're just not going to have enough no people one. to support it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I see James's point because I've heard like a lot, I've heard that, that you know, guys don't make a move enough. But I've also watched Asa Akira, shout out. I've, I've <laughs> She's watched American, her, so yeah. the same thing. Well, I've watched her on a podcast talking about her experience on a Japanese train and she was like, it may as well have been a porn set. And she said I that every know. Japanese girl has had that experience on a train where you just- I went, to, I went to a club, right? And you saw guys- In Japan? Would, yes, yep. in Japan, in Tokyo, who would see a girl with a low cut shirt and they would stop and look and stare. Some of them would even point. That they wouldn't make a move. Point. point. Like, holy shit, none of them would make a move. Uh, was this girl by herself or was she like with friends or what? Yeah, all sorts. Far out. It was not like a normal, like going to an Australian club is different because like you're going there and you do see a lot of like intermingling between like groups and shit like that, yeah, like on yeah. the dance floor. Whereas this, it seemed very clicky. Like it's almost like Baz has talked about this with Australia, but Japan was to a next level. And I actually heard a uh, comedian talk about it, fucking Schultzy say that Japan almost commercializes everything where it's like people need to jerk off. So when you go into a, a porn store, there's two levels dedicated to pocket pussies. Jeez. Whereas like the female, like I went to an eight story one, an eight story sex shop, right? It was in the heart of Tokyo. And most of it was dedicated to blokes, pocket pussies, all that kind of shit. It wasn't like stuff for guys to use on girls. It was stuff for them to use for themselves. on themselves. Yeah. And then there was one which was like, a small enclave of dildos and shit. And you just saw Japanese schoolgirls kind of looking at it laughing, like as a joke almost. Yeah. And I noticed like, shit, this, this very, it, it's almost like, it feels like a very cold society. It, it's not like, uh, and I loved it there. It was so, it was so interesting to see, but it felt futuristic and it wasn't like a, a warm feeling when you're walking around the streets. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I was about to say, if we have any Japanese viewers, you should tell us, you know, what you think. I've just been on Podbean, which shows us which, where our viewers are. We don't have a single, we don't even have one view from Japan. Really? Yeah. How fucked is that? One. But the thing is, it's not just Japan, it's all of Asia. We don't have a single Asian country viewer. Not even one. Well, Asia includes fucking India and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if we have a single Indian viewer. We do. We had some. Oh yeah, we, no, we, got, we, got, a shit ton of, yeah, we got a shit ton of Indian viewers. Yeah, yeah okay, fair enough. Because also yeah, you got to yeah. give it like, yeah. Ingl India has a very high English, uh, English yeah. literacy rate. So it's like- It's like 10%. I mean- But I mean- I don't know if it is ten percent. I, I would say it's higher than that. Is but it? even then, ten percent of what two billion people? Yeah. So I think in terms of shin, it's sort of like they've got the second highest amount of Muslims on earth. Yeah, exactly. But they're like five percent Muslim. Yeah. So no, it's thirty percent. Thirty percent. Yeah. Is it? It's a big amount. Yeah. But you, still, for a country that's the second highest amount of Muslims, you'd think that it's more than that. Like Indonesia's number one, and I think it's ninety-five percent or something like that. Like yeah. just everyone in Indonesia is Muslim. Yeah. Except for in Bali. But Bali is its own thing, I reckon. Bali's Australian. Has anyone here been? <laughs> yeah. Has anyone here been Bali? No, I haven't. I've I'm not to. a poor I've been once. Like been? Yeah, me too. Where, where did you go? Oh, it was a while back. And I went with my family as well because we just wanted to see what all the hoo-ha was about. Yeah. Do I think you, I know the one area where all the where you probably went was Kuta. Is that what it's Fuck called? Kuta. I didn't go to Kuta. Okay, well Do you see me as a Kuta person? Yeah, isn't that where all the backpackers go? I, it's where all the fucking Deros go. That so would be where you all would the go. Some point. Fuck no, bro. Fuck and you're no. the kind of guy like slumming it overseas. Yeah. Yeah, but I like going to the best of places. Like I don't, like, I'm not going to go to the place where just all the, 
um, like where all the tourists are. I would rather go to the best places. And if the tourists happen to be at the best place, then that's just like a happy coincidence. But I'll go to where the best of, of Bali is. So for example, in Bali, it's not just the outside area. People think of it as like, oh, it's got amazing water. It's got amazing beaches. And they are, they do have amazing beaches. Nowhere near as good as Sydney's, by the way. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that straight up. Yep. It's one of the worst things about being from Sydney. Beaches overseas fucking suck. Yeah. Because our beaches are so damn good. I disagree. I've heard a lot of, yeah. When I went to PP Islands, it's like a different okay. world. Yeah. You've been to PP Islands. PP Islands is the probably the, one of the top 10 in the world. Is, so, it, is it PP or Fifi? PP, I think. I've always heard PP, but it could be fucking Fifi, to be honest with you. Sorry, yeah. I just wanted I to I think a Fifi is like that. a fucking pocket pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't one of those things? <laughs> yeah, well, so with Bali, one of the most beautiful things they have is the nature. So yep. it's sort of like when we were in Fiji, you go to the middle, like where all the greenery is, mm. you have these insane waterfalls and you have, incre- you have a fucking mountain in the middle of it and you can do a sunset hike where you walk to the top and you look over it and there's this, it's just the most amazing thing you can, you'll ever see. And then you got to fucking trek all the way fucking down. It's just the worst thing. That walk down is the worst thing on earth. We just run through it. Fuck it. <laughs> to be fair, you went with a girlfriend. So I think if yeah. you went by yourself, you would go to that sketchy place that Sydney was saying. Yeah. Well, that's because that's where the airport is. It's like sort of staying in Nandi. And, and, ah, okay. Yeah. So I it's see. like you would realize within one day. That you don't is, want to be there. Yeah, <laughs> you would realize in one day, this is not the reason why tons of people come here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's very, tons of people come there notice. because Australian tourists like cheap holidays. And the worst thing is when you meet the non-Australians. Because there's so many Australians there and it's so bogan, as fucking James said. When you see like an English person that's traveled halfway across the world to come and just see a whole bunch of bogans <laughs> who are sitting there having shisha at the fucking do you, know what, do you know what the funniest thing is? When you hear Americans talk about it like we talk about Hawaii. Mm. I hear on podcasts like, yeah, I just really want to go to Bali. Like, I've heard <laughs> Bali is beautiful. It's like tropical and amazing. And I'm like, oh man. Yeah. I haven't been there and I know what you're in store for, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Expect a fucking three teeth average on the fucking (laughs) island, let's be real. The good news is that you don't need to pack too heavy because everything there is so fucking cheap. Yeah. You'll go there with unbranded things. You'll come back with a brand new polo shirt. You'll go back there with, a, <laughs> <laughs> with some Tommy Hilfiger. None of it's real. Some of the best fakes I've ever seen in my life, I have to say. Really? You get, you get yeah. some really nice fakes. Oh, okay. That was the weirdest thing about going to Japan when you realize like, oh, this shit isn't fake, is it? Because <laughs> when you've gone oh. to like Southeast Asian countries and you're used to going to like the, the very touristy place yeah. and then you go to a city that looks at you like, we don't need tourists. Mm. Yeah. You just happen to be here. Like mm-hmm. it makes you think like, oh, okay, that's why it's $80 a t-shirt. It's because it's <laughs> yeah. regular fucking prices, you know? You had a very similar story, but I had something in um in New York City and I and only when you told me this, I remembered this. So it's like sort of if you've been partying all night, or if you've just been out all night and or if you just need to catch a taxi and you and when you're in Bangkok or something like that, the tourist just takes the taxi, right? It is what it is. The yeah. other people have their own form of transport. But when you're in New York or in Tokyo, you're competing with a local who's just trying to get to work. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And, and you're like, no, well, this is not supposed to work this way. I thought I was going to come into this tuk-tuk and get home. Because in Thailand, the whole infrastructure is built around people coming and spending money there and they yeah, exactly. all know it. And like, they probably, the econo- uh, economy-wise, they probably make a lot of money as a result. That's why they're all selling the exact same fake shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every store you go to sells the same, uh, same products. But like- you go to a first world country and they're like, motherfucker, we don't need you. We got a bigger economy yeah. in our city than your whole country. Yeah. Does, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, bitch? Get out of the taxi. Are you guys um, Are you guys big into the fake stuff? No. no. Really. <laughs> I buy it for the laws. I bought a, super, <laughs> a Supreme t-shirt for five bucks. Hey, so funny. Was it an obvious fake? Yeah, yeah, it started like fading after a couple of days. Oh, really? oh so I'm, you're wearing it as well? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a fan of buying a fake Supreme than a real Supreme. 
I'll be honest with you. Yeah, no well, one wears any Supreme anymore, fake or real. Yeah, I think so. Even a few years time, back. <laughs> Supreme is just such a racket at the time because they're like, there wasn't, you know, like sometimes you hear about uh, certain companies are like, no, 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 but the material is better. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times they're made in the same sweatshop as fucking Kmart things. <laughs> That's and stuff. true. That's but true. You, can, you can believe the lie. Yeah. People weren't even saying the lie about Supreme. They weren't even saying it was better. It yeah, was literally yeah. just because hype beast had gotten so big that people were just trying to buy the thing. It's like current day NFTs. The 100% True. is the exact same thing. Speaking of sweatshops, boys, one of my issues with buying things that you could get online is that they're often made in sweatshops and you don't get to support local artists. So you don't get to support, uh, you know, people that do proper work. Yeah, like in the dark web, when you buy off like Escobar, it's like he's just sitting yeah. with his hippopotamuses. Yeah. He's not doing anything. You don't know who's done the work. You don't know who's getting the money. And that's why when I bought a new phone case the other day, I wanted to make you did? sure. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to make sure that I was going to support local artists. There's no way. They're all using Getty Images. They just buy it $3.99 for well, a fucking that's subscription. That's the thing. That's the thing. You go to any sort of phone case website, you just get some shitty fucking image. It's from Getty. They're not giving any local artists any sort of recognition. And then the phone case isn't even biodegradable. That's the thing. Like, you you can never find a biodegradable phone case. You can never find it. It's just adding to landfill. But then I found a website. Fuck off. I'm not joking, bro. Baz, we know how you can find an elephant. Nice try. Stop <laughs> with the outlandish claims. Nah, man. So there's this website called Puppy This, and that will help you find the best phone case that you'll ever use. So essentially what they do is they get photos from local artists, and they'll put it in the back of your phone case. But here's the thing. It's going to be expensive, isn't it? Well, it... It's actually not that expensive. So the cases are like, I think around 25 bucks, 20 bucks. It's normal case price, but you're on top of that. You're going to also get 20% off. That's amazing. So if you click the link in the, the link in the description below or on Spotify, you just go in the description of the podcast. Check out Puppy This, boys. You're going to love their phone cases. Well, okay, moving on to NFTs. Does anyone here, is anyone bought into them? Don't understand what NFTs are, so that's why I haven't. Can someone explain it to we me? We have please? a tokenization expert here. I am not a token. We're not going through this fucking rabbit hole again. <laughs> We've done it like three times. Give me explain it. A 20 it. second rundown of what it is. Who's going to do it? You know how $1 and another dollar, they're interchangeable. It doesn't yep. matter. The whole idea of NFTs is that one is not the same as the other. Right. So you can't just interchange them. And the whole idea is like you can track your ownership of a certain thing over the blockchain. Okay. Now, this all sounds bullshit because it is. It, it, yeah. <laughs> but in the future, maybe it could be used like if you bought the license through an NFT of a certain sound and someone in a movie wanted to use that sound, they might have to pay you royalties because oh, you Jesus. actually can track ownership. So it's, it's pretty cool. Do you actually not know what they are? I have like a basic, like yeah. that understanding, but yeah. I'm not, I haven't bothered looking into it any further. I think it's pretty damn cool. Like I've never bought any. It sounds like a bubble. But yeah, it is definitely a bubble. 100%. It also seems like a massive effort to buy. Like it's not easy. You can't yeah. just go into Comsec, which is a, a <laughs> local brokerage buy, to Australia. You can't just buy it. And just buy one. You got to convert to it. You got to buy ETH. And you got to buy, buy it, yeah. in Ethereum, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think there might be some other methods to buying it, some other um, cryptocurrencies, but- well, an interesting one, and this is a great example. Nelk Boys made an NFT. Yeah. Well, they didn't make a NFT. They made 10,000 of them. So they made these things called full send cards. Yeah. They made 10,000 of them. So you can get any one. You can get number 374 up to 10,000. And they sold them all for, I think, 2.5 Ethereum each or 1.5 Ethereum each. So that's like okay, four so and a half grand. And they all sold out. Jesus. Just within a second, they all sold out. So, so they just made $45 million or five million, $50 million just like boom, done. And then they get a split for every time it gets traded as well. To oh, seriously? Wait, what? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Wow. To be fair, when they sell their shitty fucking uh, shotgun tools, which you can buy 10 of them for fucking five bucks, as I found out on Amazon. Yeah. The yeah. exact same thing. I saw one, by the yeah. way. <laughs> they sell it for like 25 fucking US. Yeah. Like it, they're, 
they've got big enough fans they can do it. But I would actually say, if you were to ever buy an NFT, if you bought a standalone one, you're a retard. Because you've got to <laughs> hope that the fucking artist becomes famous. Yeah. If you were ever to buy one, you'd want it to come in a set of things. Like the Bored Ape concept where it's like, there's X amount of Bored Apes, which are like these drawings of the fucking monkey things or whatever. Yeah. But like you're buying part of a collection and there's a chance that someone else wants to buy another one. But yeah, if, you're buying, yeah. if you're buying the one of one, there's no chance it's going to blow up unless the artist um, became like, it'd be like buying actual art. Here's an example. So if you buy a meme, so if you buy the bad luck, Brian, or if you buy the, uh, what's another, what's a good meme? A good meme. Any, any one of the famous memes, yeah. they've all been NFTs. Yeah, but and, the thing is they would have to be, extra, you would have to get in early without paying a fucking huge markup. And if you got in early and you but started how, trying uh, trying to buy commissions, no one's going to use it, so it's never going to blow up. People thought Bitcoin was a bubble when it was one dollar thirty. Yeah, that's crazy. Because it has been bubbles. Well, that's well, no. It's it, been in it, a constant cyclical bubble. Like, it, you don't. So you know, can say the same about yeah, any market. Yeah. You can say that. You can't really you can. because what's, stock markets are based no, on future no, no. value. Yeah, I know. But when you look at bubbles, like if something goes up, like no stock or not many stocks go up ten x a day, then drop five x the next day. Well, you can't. That drop doesn't 5X. happen. But NFT ten x in one day. Okay, what, what, at it the start, crypto. no, it didn't. It's a slowly. It went from one dollar to ten dollars over a slow period over years. Aaron, it wasn't you one said day. that in the last century, it's the fucking fastest growing it asset. It is because compounding. But over the last century, that's a fucking long time, bro. But it's only been around since what eleven, twenty eleven? Is it? It was the fastest performing um, asset over the last decade. Sure, not century. Yeah, sure. but that's my point. You've looked at the you've looked at the times. Like no stock is moving like that unless you go into penny stock. Areas. Of course, I have. Yeah, plenty of penny stocks move like that. Penny stocks. Yeah, yeah. No S and P five hundred. It's something that starts. I think, from no, I think if you look at Facebook or or maybe Netflix or one of those. Facebook doesn't jump up and down like that. Does if you if you look at also, it the last that's decade, an asset. that's an individual stock, so you can't compare it. It's the fastest growing asset. Oh, so you can't even compare. So it I think I think it's compared to stocks as a whole. So the average S and P, for example. Oh, I don't know where the actual. Stuff I hate comes these from. fucking comparisons. Yeah, where they say, "Oh, yeah, I'm I'm the best fucking Arab from my tiny little city." Yeah. It's like no one fucking cares. Like, just just make a fair comparison. Why are you giving but me this? That being said, I don't know if that's true. I would just make that assumption. Given I'm 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 sure the people who are pro crypto are going to do. But also, nothing has moved like that. Even if you make the individual stock comparison, because. Bitcoin was worth less than a dollar and now it's worth, even at the, it's low right yeah, now, $36,000. Yeah, yeah. It's still I, extraordinarily high. Like the reality is the way it moves is because, like bubbles are created by people, yeah? Yeah. yeah. They're not naturally forming their consumer demand exceeding the actual value and then people realizing it and it, the market mm -hmm. reflecting it. And the way crypto has gone is because people get hyped and it goes up and then something happens and some people get dishyped, whatever yeah. the fucking word is. And drops, and I'm not saying it doesn't have a future. Like it's been, it's too ingrained that it's going to go away. There's no yeah. chance Bitcoin. But the not thing be is, thing in 50 the years. value comes from, as you said, demand and supply. People buying it. It's sure. the exact same I, thing with stocks. I stocks. disagree, bro. But I want to ask Sen, are you a crypto kid? Got a bit. Got a bit of Bitcoin. Bit of Ethereum. Oh, Had Ripple a few years ago. Are you? Hey, that's an, that's a throwback right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you are you in it for the hype? Or are you in it because you believe the technology and you believe it's going to do well? The hype. The hype. Okay. Yeah. So for you, it's like hitting the slaps. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll pretty much. It's, we'll it's see how this goes. Yeah. I honestly, you said that before that it's never going to go away. I think it'll be gone, and and people won't even remember that it's there. I, it's happened before. When? We've when? Had tulip what? bubble. How much are tulips worth now? It's the first ever bubble in history. People still remember it. What do you mean? Yeah, but how much are tulips worth? You said people won't remember it. They remember it. Yeah, they'll they'll say, oh yeah, the crypto back in then. But there's so many bubbles now. People will remember the tulip because dot com bubble, bro. Look at them now. Look at most of them. Look They're at the gone. ones that survived. 
Okay. So of the few that Look survived, the crypto. <laughs> we're talking crypto. Ninety-nine percent of them yeah, yeah. are gone. But tech no, when I say crypto, I'm not saying tech. fucking sex coin. I'm not saying fucking <laughs> milk bucket coin. I'm saying Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to. I'm saying Ethereum details. as well because Ethereum's used smart contracts and all this other kind of shit. But like, the, the I think the big three will be Bitcoin because that's the one people know about. Yep. Ethereum because it seems to have actual use in business and Monero because people like buying drugs on the internet. <laughs> those are the reasons, those are the three and the rest of them will be created. There'll be a bubble that's formed through Reddit and then people will lose a lot of money because they don't sell. Can I ask boys, is Bitcoin no longer good for using it for, to buy drugs? I think we've gone over this, but no, there are much better sources because you can trace back with Bitcoin. Because it, it, the, the, the whole thing about the whole it. beautiful thing about blockchain is you can see where one thing goes. You can see the whole chain. You can see, if you know the string of, letters and numbers, yeah. you know what's going into that, but yeah. you have no but idea think, who that is. Yeah, but I think you can see when it's come from a certain exchange. I don't know if that's true or not, but there is ways to trace back and that's why people use other cryptocurrencies like Monero. Like people aren't going to be able to tax evade with Bitcoin soon. Maybe not even now, yeah. but definitely not in the near future because like it, even someone like me who doesn't know a whole lot about Bitcoin, about crypto, like it's been a common thing that Bitcoin is not the secure one that yeah. everyone like hyped it up to be originally. Yeah. It was just the most Seriously. secure of its time. What do you guys think about the dark web? Have you guys been there? I actually haven't. Neither have I. I don't think I have. We went on this like a fake version back in um, IT class in high school where people dressed up as Shrek and did some, <laughs> I don't know, they, they killed chickens and shit. I don't know. I was not really talking about dark web. He's talking about Shrek Chan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was also no, on Shrek Chan. Those hidden like areas within Shrek Chan that like led to some satanic rituals. But that's just shit. like, like when you go on 4chan or fucking 8chan, it's all like, there's, there's sneaks, you know? Yeah, like yeah, there's, there's, there's dangerous the sneaky, things. The sneaky things on that website. That should, we, should we do that for a video idea, by the way, one day, boys? Should we go, go to the- construction? No, no, go to the dark web together. Buying drugs on the dark web? Okay, definitely not buying drugs on the dark web, but I reckon we do something on the dark web that like, you know, look at what's available. Cause you know, there's something, like, I, I don't know if you guys have heard stories of the dark web, just like the fuck things that are there, like available. Baz, for the last time, we're not buying a slave. <laughs> Stop bringing it up. Every fucking business meeting is like, yo, we had a slave, we'll just never do TikToks again. <laughs> hey, I'm not the white person here. I'm not, I'm not the one who introduced this. Brother, the Arabic people fucking enslaved many people. What are you talking about? Concubine was, was an Arabic word back in the day. That was a very long time ago. I don't want to hear that, that shit. A, that was a very, very long time ago. Who right? enslaved the fucking Jewish people in Egypt? Arabic people. Baz is looking around right now. I don't know what you guys talking <laughs> about. He's like, yeah, but the pyramids are so pretty. <laughs> Yo, I got a random thing that happens and it makes me laugh every time and I don't know what I should do about it. Yeah. I keep getting emails saying, is this your publication? And it's this guy with the same name as me who's like a biologist or something like that. Is there actually? Is yeah. There actually? Yeah. And I keep getting emails to one of my email addresses saying like, is this you? Claim it now. And I'm low key thinking like, yo, do I claim this story on nanobiotics in fucking molecular blood cells or something like that? Right. I just chuck it on my LinkedIn or Make something. Make it an NFT. <laughs> oh, hey. jokes. Bro, this is too funny because I was, I was actually asked it in the group chat. I reckon what I want to do is make a fake LinkedIn and put like really, really good qualifications. Someone, someone who's gone to like the best, like maybe graduated Harvard with a top GPA and has like some great references. And then worked at Goldman Sachs is like just top fucking recruiter clickbait. Yeah. And then you just comment dumb shit on people's posts. (laughs) (laughs) So it's someone who's like a VP at Goldman Sachs. So like a really top bank, someone who's like you would not argue with, and you just and then when someone posts something dumb on LinkedIn, which happens so often, you just you just write, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever read." I love it. 
And you just see the replies that you get on that. <laughs> Some men just want to watch the world burn. That's <laughs> 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 the joke right but here, bro. Don't you ever feel like on LinkedIn, and I, I don't know if how many of the viewers have a LinkedIn, it's a fucking dumb social media to have. I love it. Don't you realize half the shit there is just like, fuck off. It is so cringe because it's like, it's just the cringe. way like LinkedIn culture gives people the confidence that Facebook used to give them. Yeah. Where you'll like take a photo out with you like fishing with the fucking fish. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You cunt. <laughs> and I think Instagram Honestly. has more of a toxic culture. So yeah. people are scared of posting shit yeah. that like they can get ridiculed by, but like, t- like fucking LinkedIn, someone will, go to a grad night and they'll take a photo with all the other grads and they'll be like, great meeting these young fucking uh, game changers out here trying to revolutionize the industry by sitting here being quiet while the fucking speaker talks and never asking questions. Like, it's so cringe, bro. Bro, these fucking MLM people. Oh, Have you seen them on LinkedIn? Dude, so many MLM people. I have not seen a a multi-level marketing scheme person on LinkedIn. It's always those people that start off with why they shouldn't have been successful. Actually, we both had one girl that slid yeah. into our DMs on LinkedIn yeah. trying to get us into her trying MLM. To get, yeah, I trying to get us in, into that. her side hustle. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. Slid into the DMs. I was like, she kind of cute. But yeah. then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom. Well, that's the thing. Amway. And, and, and the way that they talk about it is very different to an actual successful person. So an actual successful person tells you about, they don't really focus on the adversity. They'll talk about how they managed to go through it. Yeah. The MLM people, they only talk about adversity because they want to be relatable. So they'll be yeah. like, as a single mom, it's hard to make money. It's, it's hard to start a business. Thankfully, with Amway, <laughs> I'm able to go past this. Or you'll see like, oh, one of my favorite ones. I've got a disability. As someone with ADHD, it's hard to start a business. Thankfully, Herbalife shows you a great, Herbalife. Herbalife has a great is, solution. The funny thing, because I've been pitched before, because one of my mates was in on it, and he like wouldn't You went to a presentation, didn't you? Yeah. And so like I, by that point I'd figured out what it was because I think I'd Googled a few things, like just using vague keywords, but it happens so much that people have written like articles yeah. about this shit. Wait, was this a tall one or the short one? Tall one. Oh, the tall one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like when you type in like uh, control R commands, like into Google and they're like, this is the scam that they try and use you with by try like yeah. seeing your yeah. system configurations. Right, yeah. But so I typed this in, I knew what I was going in for at this point, right? <laughs> but what I noticed was, in the thing they said in the article I read, they only mentioned the company at the very end. And the second they mention the company, they get very defensive and say, now I know you're thinking, Amway, scam. <laughs> and it happened word for word. It went through and it said, what's important to you in life? Is it travel, family, financial security, all this different shit like that. And I'm like, oh, you know, travel, financial. I'm just playing along because it's yeah, a yeah, bit of fun. Yeah. And then they get like, after 40 minutes, sitting in a coffee after a ch- uh, uh, cafe after it closed. So the fucking chairs are just there and we're sat down there. The only thing opens are fucking Woolies. Shout out, Aaron. Uh, I used to work there. Yeah. You used to talk to 16-year-old girls. Anyway. Shut up. That's not true. Yes, you did. Well, yeah. well, is it not true? Definitely did. After 40 minutes, finally they get to Amway. And I'm like, Jesus, bro. You're just taking the piss now. I got to walk home. It's fucking dark. I got to say, okay, wait, so it was him and it was also his manager, wasn't it? It was, it was the recruiter guy. He was bringing in the client and the recruiter guy was trying to fucking sell it. So it's probably hit the guy who brought him in. You know what I mean? Like, oh. it's a typical fucking sham. So it wasn't your mate who was doing the talking? No, he didn't say a word. 
It didn't say a word. No. However, that same mate tried to get me on Amway. So the way I, I'd made it very clear, I wasn't interested in joining, joining an MLM from the start. Yeah. But he was like, okay, that's cool. Can I just try pitch my presentation on you for practice? Yeah. So obviously I knew this was some kind of strategy, but I was like, yeah, sure. So he took me to a cafe, bought me food. That was cool. <laughs> well, he but bought you some food. Yeah, he bought me some food. And he tried to pitch me, sorry? Was it just you and him? It was just me and him. Yeah, Staring at each other in the eyes, very romantic. <laughs> deep brown eyes. Yeah. So anyway, um, he tried to, he showed me all these like diagrams and pictures and stuff about how much money you can make, what level you're at, the God tier well, level, the grand work? fucking dragon. They, you get like fucking Lamborghinis and shit. I don't know. But like, I, it was just very hard to tell him no, but I did. Because, but I Why think was it hard to tell him no? Because I feel bad. Like I'm crushing his dreams. He's not going to be rich now. It was also to give context. It was like a close high school how, mate of yeah. me and Aaron's. How, yeah. how does the pitch go? I can't remember. Yeah, it goes for a very long time. They bring, they start off with the typical, like you could be doing this. You know what I mean? Like the issue is like these people don't know sales. And like a lot of the times the best sales tactic is to ask a question, but then let the person talk. Cause you want them to yeah. talk themselves into it without you saying too many words. Yeah. Cause if you say a lot, they're thinking that you're convincing them. Yeah, yeah. If you let them say a lot, yeah. they're convincing themselves. For sure, you know what for I mean? Sure. And these people just present and present and ask a few questions and then present. And it's like, you're getting bored by the end of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, so it's it's one of those things where it's definitely preying on old people. It reminded me of like- <laughs> Oh my God. Is it, it old people or is it young people? I think it's like middle-aged wives. It, it, yeah. Oh, it's it's preying really? on it's preying on lazy, unambitious people. Yeah. Because ambitious people are trying to find the next thing or they're trying to find a scheme in the current thing that, yeah, to like yeah. finesse the situation. This is like, you're too scared of making your own business. So come join ours join and ours, make your yeah. own. You know what I mean? Like, so true. Who's, who's that annoying American YouTuber who does money things? He's like, hey, save every dollar of your income. And, and Graham Stephan. Oh, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's not selling MLMs. Oh, he's no, also no. got good advice. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I fucking hate him. Anyway. <laughs> you Dude, you're like, just jealous because he's pro ETFs oh, and you just lost. No, do you know why? To give everyone context, Graham Stephan has two channels. The Graham Stephan Show and then just Graham Stephan. Graham Stephan gives quite good advice. He says, invest in your IRA, which is like a super fund for Australia, right? Uh, in America, we've got super funds different, right? But he's like, invest in this, buy things like property, buy this. And yeah, he does make a lot of videos because he lives off his fucking salary. Yeah, he has yeah. to repeat yeah. the same stuff. Yeah, exactly. But Baz doesn't like it because the Graham Stephan show is him looking at these retards investing money. <laughs> and they're like, well, actually you probably shouldn't have bought a Lamborghini when your whole net worth was put into one asset. And Baz is like, bro, <laughs> what do you mean? Let me flex. I want to buy an AP at 25. It's, it's, That's advice. my dream. His advice might be solid. But it's all about the delivery. Yeah. He's just the most annoying human being on earth. He's a like, real estate agent. Uh huh. He was a real estate agent for I know. red tie. I, I'm sure he would be a great real estate agent. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he's very qualified for that position with his voice. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying to get to is that he was talking about how MLM people are some like when I remember on the Graham Stephan show, they opened like CNBC opened that show about really successful young person is like making 600k by the age of 24, and his mind was that this guy's either a YouTuber a finance guy or an MLM guy? What's wrong with that? As in some MLM people are making fucking bad at they a are. really young age. They are, 100%. Fucking hell, boys. In the same way that some dictators are making billions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that but doesn't mean it's a good business strategy. Dictators you know. aren't 24. So you some hate of them him because he was correct? He was what? a guy. I don't think he was a dictator, was he? I mean, what's a pharaoh but not a dictator? Just a king. Brother, kings are dictators. Let's be real. Let's keep it a buck, right? If the fucking the harvest wasn't good that year, they sacrificed 20,000 people because they need the Nile to flood the next year. I mean, yeah. sounds yeah. dictator-ish. 
at least dictator adjacent, you know? Fair enough. <laughs> How good would it be making money from an MLM? Yeah. yeah. Like being that 24 year old. Well, these 24 year olds apparently aren't, I would like to watch a bit more about these 24 year olds who are making bank. Like what is it that they're doing right? I don't believe them if they have a YouTube channel, to be fair. If they're, if yeah. they're in the MLM and have a YouTube no, channel, they're, they're trying to sell that It was a CNBC product. that was covering also, a successful young person. Also because apparently on the John Oliver hit piece when they were doing talking about L- uh, M- MLM, it? MLN, it was like the, the whole business model of you sign up five people and they sign up five people and they sign up five people. It's like it can only be done seven or 13, like some relatively low digit amount of times before you run out of people. That was so good. Oh, I remember. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's. But that's the thing. You don't need that many people. All you need is. To make 600 150, figures, of course 150 people. Easy. 150 is a lot of people. Underneath you. People, underneath you. 150 exactly. people is a lot of people. Like people they, they ask you to get, like with all sales jobs, they ask you to get three because you'll get two. And then they ask you to get five because you'll get three. So they don't actually expect you to bring in the three people. That they just, they just yeah, want you to bring one person. But Baz, and if that you person ch- brings one let's person. say you right now, if you tried to get people into it, yeah. all your immediate friends would start distancing yourself from you. Maybe your dad would throw you a pity one saying, yeah, no, the dishwashing detergent, it was good. It depends how bought in you are to it. That's the thing. If, if it's something where like you see the value there, maybe, but the thing is none of us see the value. I've met people who see the value and it's yeah, not, same. it's nowhere near, it's not, it doesn't convey inspiring. It makes you think that they're a brainwashed cult. <laughs> like MLNs and fucking cults have very similar principles. I want to go to one of these presentations. Oh, you got to go. It's Let's like go. a life experience. Is, 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 this, is this tall guy, is he still into it? Who knows? I, I don't think I hope so. not. I hope not. Should yeah. we get him on the pod? Talk about his, that would be <laughs> good. He, he could do a practice. I if would he, actually be- If he hadn't, if, if he was out of it, that would be an interesting episode. Like saying, okay, what is your mindset with it? Like, what is your opinion uh, now? Do you think yeah. that you could actually make some good money in this? He follows yeah. Milk Bucket Instagram. I know. I saw. Yeah, yeah. I saw. So he knows about it. I feel like yeah. why not get him on? You're endorsed by an MLM right now. <laughs> uh, yo, yeah. imagine if we got sponsored by Amway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You've talked. I'd take the money. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna lie. I, have, I would have an issue with that. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to get viewers That's involved. You draw the line. Anyway, send critical banter. They do a lot of like games. Like, uh, how how do you phrase Smash Mary Kill? Like, is it Segment. that way? Or That's, yeah, it's a game. But like on TikTok. Do you say those words or do you do it like in a PC term or something? Uh, I think we say shoot, shake, marry from oh, memory. Yeah, okay. shoot, yeah, yeah, shake, yeah. marry. Which is what it is, by the way. Yeah. Shoot, it's shake, the marry. American version, isn't it? Shoot, shake, marry. Yeah. Shags. Wouldn't it be British? Oh, it's English. Yeah, yeah. Apologies. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kills so aggressive, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Anyway, I wanted to bring uh, a game type and if people like it, they can, they can fucking request it and we can do it again. But it's, am I the asshole? Yep. Okay. Lovely. Yep. So- I'm gonna read out the scenario. We're gonna see what we think. Yeah. And the possible answers for this is no one's the asshole. You are the asshole. They're the asshole. Everyone's an asshole. 100%. So those are the four. Let's hope for a lot of assholes. Makes for a fun night. (laughs) Title is, am I the asshole for not wanting to celebrate my mum on my birthday? Oh, okay. How are we feeling off the jump? First of all, no, it's your birthday. I don't think think you're an asshole, no. Not the asshole? Because she gave birth to you, is that the justification? Who knows? We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. I have three siblings aged between 10 and 18. I'm the, uh, the oldest fourth at 25. Every year on every single one of our birthdays, we're expected to celebrate my mom as well. We've done it since we were little. It was taught to me as giving thanks for carrying and giving birth to us, which I'm all for. I'm grateful as we wouldn't be there without her. The issue is though, it becomes less of our birthday and more so an anniversary of the day our mom gave birth. Mm-hmm. Every year on our birthday, our mum gets gifts too. 
As we got older, we're now expected to get monetary gifts and not cards or homemade stuff. Just recently, my birthday, I was gifted some much needed clothes, dishware, and dishwares for my new apartment. My dad, however, got my mom a new MacBook. Jeez. <laughs> my sister also got a gift too. Oh, my siblings, sorry. My youngest brother isn't expected to give much, but my 16 year old sister and 18 year old brother uh, work, so they're expected to give uh, gifts too. My sister pulled me aside for my birthday and said she was sorry she couldn't get, get me much. She got me a sweater. I love it. And she wanted to get me more, but our mum was pressuring her to get a certain necklace. Apparently, my mum had been dropping hints for months and my sister was worried our mum would be upset and feel unappreciated if she didn't get it. I asked how much it was and my sister said it was $300. Jeez. I honestly lost it on her mum and chewed into her later that afternoon when my mum opened her gifts after me. I think it's ridiculous for even wanting my sister to spend so much money on a gift. My mom started crying and my dad kicked me out. My mom won't answer calls, but aunts, mom's sisters, called and said I was a piece of shit for not respecting my mother and that I'm selfish, narcissistic, and a child for being jealous that uh, my mom got good gifts. I thought it was I was in the right, but now I don't know. It's been over two weeks and my mom won't answer any of my calls. She's been posting on Facebook inspiration quotes about letting go of the toxicity in your life. <laughs> how blood doesn't equal family, how hard it is to be a mother. Several family members, aunt, grandma, uncle, and two of my cousins are replying to the post and are very obvious directing, uh, obviously directing vague comments at me for being a horrible daughter. I don't know what to think now because of how many people are on our side. Yep. I would Ish. say you're both assholes. You reckon? Yeah, really? Yeah. I am you, defending you, the son in 100%. Nah, I think it's a daughter. I, yeah, I don't know if it's a son or a daughter, actually. I, oh, daughter. Sorry. I saw it as a daughter. I, I'm seeing it as a daughter as well. I'm not yeah, going to lie, but yeah. I don't know if they actually said it. Yeah, they're both assholes. I don't think I so. I, I feel like you guys would all be saying that the daughter's right. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because it's, it's a tradition. Like you, and firstly, don't make a big deal out of it in front of people. Pull her aside and say, look, hey. Yeah, but it's your family. It's not cool. Huh? It's your family anyway. Exactly. Treat them with respect. No, but like uh, it, it impacts them all. What do you mean? Every single sibling is make, buying gifts for the Yeah, but parent. right then and there? Yeah, they're giving the gifts no, to No, no, no. Pull, pull them aside and at a later date, hey, this is the situation. I'm not comfortable with this. Um, I, don't, I, I don't want this to happen like this. It makes me uncomfortable. That you're getting better gifts than I am on my birthday. That would achieve but, nothing though. But if you think about the scenario just then, you saying I'm uncomfortable with the fact that you get gifts for giving birth to us, it makes you seem even more narcissistic. Also if you other, open up and you get the wrapping paper that they use to wrap someone else's gift, mm. it's, a far, it's a visceral reaction, isn't it? I'm still on the side of if everyone else is, like, if all the other family members are taking the mum's side, there's probably some information that she isn't giving right now. So there's, there's probably more to the story. She's the one writing it. I would say everyone's the asshole in this situation until until I have further further justification. This is exactly what happened. The idea that sometimes people don't see the full picture, whilst it is true, a lot of times it's not. Like a lot of the times, people just like taking the sides of other people. Like I I know from pers- personal experience when there is clearly someone in the wrong, but someone is She's supporting them. She's literally just jealous. Jealous of what? Her of, of, the, of the mom's gifts. Why is the mom getting yeah, gifts? Yeah, why is exactly that's, that's what the issue is. Well, firstly, the dad buying the mom a MacBook, fucking that's none of your business. All right. It's not but it's he's, for that. Yeah, yeah for no. That. Oh, no. You don't just get a MacBook randomly. No, she probably needed a it MacBook. It is literally for that, though. Nah, she, I, I, the way I would see is that she probably needed a MacBook. Why so would she, she need so, a MacBook? So why got, would she get it on that day? Yeah, why would she wait until Why would she get it on that day? Why would she need a MacBook? No, because it's an excuse to give it to her. What about her birthday or Mother's Day or Christmas? It might be too far away. Like she might have wanted one, and then this is the, the day that coincides. You give with. it to her any other any day. other day. But that's the tradition of the family. 
The tradition is wrong. But that's the whole point. Is it, the way it's saying, is it a retarded yeah. tradition? Yeah. I would argue yes. I think we're going to have to agree. To I don't think every tradition is I think, is I think there's more to it. I think a lot of times traditions are bad. There sure, are certain okay. most you are bad. You can agree or disagree with the tradition, there and I certainly disagree with it. But in terms of who's an asshole in this situation, you're both assholes, I would say. You didn't, I need, to make yeah. a bi- I you didn't need to make a big deal out of it. But the reality is if you're getting shit gifts and the mom's getting pampered and people are saying, oh, so sorry, I couldn't get you a nice gift. I had to spend this on mom because she was dropping in conversation. And like, there are some people who are good at getting gifts. Like some, you know, people always talk about good gift givers. Yeah. People don't talk about good gift receivers. Like you could give someone a gift to one person and then another and the one person you feel amazing about it and the other you feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. Because the the value of a good gift receiver She sounds like a shit gift receiver. I, mean, I think the nice. mom sounds like a bad yeah, gift receiver I, I because she's so, dropping. So shit. does this fucking woman who's had a tantrum on a fucking birthday? I don't know. All right, mate. I, it's I, your birthday. I don't be happy with what you got. Plus, you're 24. All right, you're old enough to not get fucking birthday presents anymore. So just be happy yeah. with what you've got and fuck off. Who? Who doesn't fucking... get birthday presents at 24? Huh? Who doesn't get birthday presents once they hit his own name? It's not Christmas. Yeah. Um, so Santa Claus. Maybe okay. Maybe if you you get family. birthday presents more than I've ever I, seen I, people I, get birthday presents. But my family presents. are very big gifters. That's the thing. <laughs> so what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> my family are big gifters. Where's the twenty four thing come from? No, I say a lot of twenty four year olds don't get gifts anymore. Like Who? they moved out, they don't live with their family anymore. So like, why would they get gifts anymore? Who? Because it's for their birthday. Why would they not get gifts? I don't know. This is just just from a lot of the friends I know. I don't think this is from a lot of. <laughs> I think so Basil cap. has drawn a conclusion, and we questioned him, and let's, he now asks things. Fuck it. I love it when no, Baz no, corners himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so I'm funny. Not, I'm not cornered. I just don't want to listen. Baz to didn't think he could beat an elephant, but he <laughs> no, accidentally <laughs> slipped up when he was drunk, and now he has to defend it for the rest I, of the well, time. I mean, what do you expect me to do? List names? First yes, names. <laughs> we can bleep them out. Oh, right, let's ask Edmund. Let's ask Shitty. Okay, let's ask. Any adult that lives by himself. We will confirm. I can also just name random names. No, they, 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 know, they know both. Also, one of them's family doesn't live in the same country as him. Sure. What do you mean, sure? Can, you can transfer money. Dude, that's not a gift. That's not a gift. I don't live in the same... Par- anyway. Yes, you do. Your family like, lives like We've now. been here when you open up birthday presents from your sister. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, but like I'll get parents... This man's trapped in the biggest people. corner. Yeah. I'm not trapped. I he still stand scared. by my point. He feels scared. Swinging for his life. Legit swinging for his life. He's like Deontay Wilder in this movie. I'm getting gangbanged right now. <laughs> you are getting gangbanged. Like. All right, let's move on. Anyway, talking about swinging for your life, we had an Aussie win in the UFC in the heavyweight division recently, tied to Ivasa. He's fucking a Sydney boy. Bam, is it, bam. Is it, is it the indigenous guy? Mary and indigenous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's both. both. He's both. Yeah. Holy shit. Isn't but that we claim him. Fuck New Zealand <laughs> and they try to steal our athletes. He's Aussie. Because he always wears the indigenous flag, doesn't he? That's his go-to. Maybe, I don't know. I Actually, think, yeah, I don't know that I think either. he's got a tat as well, like an indigenous tat. I think that was a, an Islander tat. An Islander tat? Yeah, I've seen it with a lot of Islanders. It's the one that goes around your hips and shit like that. Oh, yeah. But he knocked out Derek Lewis, who's uh, the Black Beast. One mm. of the great, like, one of the best fucking, if you ever want to have a fucking great Instagram follow, follow the Black Beast because that motherfucker is great. His stick was always, he'll show like a video of a dude getting hit by a car and then falling into another car and getting hit again. And he'd just say, he's okay. And you, you assume because he's got 200K followers that it's like, oh, he's got like, someone sent him this video and said, oh, don't worry, by the way, he's okay. And it quickly become like, the, the video started escalating to such an extreme level where it was obvious he's not okay. Yeah. And people started realizing like, oh, this is a meme the whole time. You mean that guy uh-huh. back there died? Because like, oh, someone will fall on a hacksaw or something like that and he just wrote, he's okay or something like <laughs> Oh, oh wait, that's Derek uh, Lewis, the guy. Yeah. Oh fuck! Derek Lewis, hell. Black Beast. Well, he just died from the not died, but he got he got by the elbowed guy. to the fucking head. He got and just Holy fuck! And here's the thing: it's interesting because we've had, I think, one Australian UFC champion. 
which was uh, Robert Whitaker. And without oh, being unpaid- thought- Volkanovsky? Oh, fucking, yeah, Jesus Christ, that's so bad. But Volkanovski was the proper one. Yeah. Rob, Rob Whitaker, he won it, but like he didn't beat a champion to get it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's a bit of a weird one where he's also like, he's such a nice guy, but he's I not that him. fun to watch. Such a nice, yeah. yeah. You know he's not I mean? an exciting he's, fighter. He, but he lost the he lost a top title fight this week, which is a close oh. one, but whatever. But the question is, would it be fucking amazing if we had an Aussie heavyweight champion of the world? So what does he need to do to become a heavyweight champion? Well, he has to beat the heavyweight. He has to beat the current heavyweight champion. Who and is? Uh, it's named uh, Francis Ngannou. And oh, it's Francis Ngannou. Current betting odds. <laughs> current betting odds. I would not bet on fucking him. But Polynesians have that fucking chin, bro. They got the 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 right hook. They've got like if anyone's gonna do it, I gotta put my money on Bam Bam. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, like, I think he needs to get into a bit better shape. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, he's Before a big he fat boy. Francis. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Um, that Kiwi. Uh, the Kiwi boxer, or uh, maybe UFC guy or MMA guy, who stood up for Joe Rogan, the Nigerian guy. Yeah, oh. uh, what's his name? Israel Adesanya. Israel, Adesanya. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He fought Robert Whitaker this weekend for the middleweight title. Oh, is that the Aussie yeah. guy? Robert yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, how did it go? He well, Starbender won for sure. Like I would say, but it was a very boring fight. Yeah, and like it was Starbender has a habit, and it's happened quite a few times of late where. He's winning a fight, but he's just winning. Yeah. And he's not taking the risk to do it. And he's gotten lucky. Like he fought a guy called Yola Romero. And Yola Romero did it with like three fights in a row where Yola's got bad corner advice where they're telling him he's winning. So he's going into the fifth round. And if you were to watch the fight, you'd be like, Yola's winning because the other guy's tired and Yola's just playing around with him at this point. He's like leaning forward, sticking his tongue out, all this shit. But Yola doesn't realize that it's breakdown into rounds and he's actually losing the fight on paper. (laughs) And so he just takes the fifth round off and then loses the fight. And he's like, what's going on? And I'm scared that Izzy's going to fall into the same category because Izzy's quite entertaining. But I don't feel like, so with the Israel guy, he seems like when you talk, when you hear him talk in a podcast, he doesn't sound like he'd be that good at fighting. So when I, if I met him on the street, I wouldn't have thought he was- because he watches anime and shit? Yeah. yeah. He's such a weeboo. Yeah. He is such a fucking weeboo. If yeah, I met him in crack fucking- your neck very easily. Yeah, yeah. If I met him in Sanctuary, I'd be like, oh, shut up, buddy. <laughs> shut up, buddy. Like, you're tall. All right. You got some muscle on you. I'm like, just shut up. Just sanctuary is a bar. Give it down. <laughs> sanctuary is a bar full of Asians. <laughs> Which you would definitely- I don't think you need of. to specify that last one. Oh, I know. Yeah, because he's a weeboo. So he would fucking love it. Oh, okay, He right. would definitely be there. <laughs> he's very funny though. That's the thing. Like. He's probably the closest thing we've had to an actual Conor McGregor since McGregor. Because oh, actually. all the other guys who've tried it, they don't like... Uh, the thing about Americans is, unless you're Italian or Irish, you can't shit talk when you're from America. And even the Italians, some of them can't break balls. Like, they get too serious. Yeah. They don't realize that Conor McGregor... Angry. When he's saying like, who the fuck is that guy? He's <laughs> literally like, shut the fuck up, cunt. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like when you listen to Aussies, when you listen to the people from the UK and Ireland and stuff, like... You're brought up ball breaking and you're also brought up when you're not taking yourself too seriously. Yeah. Like everyone, like if you take yourself too serious, if you try to be a TikTok star, appears badly on all of us actually. Yeah, yeah. If you try to be a TikTok star and you go to school the next day, they're going to bully you relentlessly sure. if you were just throwing it back. Yeah, yeah. you'd get yeah. mercilessly like, bullied and deservedly so if you're Oh, 100%. Me. Fuck you. I hope you die in a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you die in a fire. Like, deservedly <laughs> so. Anyway. It's been an episode. 
The funny thing is, who knows what you'll have heard up to? Yeah. <laughs> because there were some semi-controversial things said. We might have to see what happens. So see you next week, lads. I mean, first things first. Thank you very much. Thanks Sam, so much, Sam. Fuck on. me. No worries, I'm flustered. Yeah. I mean, just see. You know, it's probably going to be a twenty-minute episode after we cut out. All <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah. So where can they find more of Sen? Uh, don't find more of me. Don't come for my personal stuff. <laughs> Not after the end of that. Come to my house. What's so. your exact address? <laughs> um, you can find the podcast at Critical Banter on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook if you want. I think we're on Etsy. I Spotify? Are you, Etsy? Podcast? Nah, no. are, you guys, are you guys on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, we have a Facebook page no somewhere. No fucking way. You, we need to be on Facebook. Bro, we're not yeah, we need to attract the 50-year-old anti-vaxxers. <laughs> how many followers on Facebook do you have? Or how many likes? I don't know. I haven't checked it in a while. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube are the big three. Or Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Like Fucking yeah. show some milk bucket love over there. You know what I mean? Go boost up the views. I don't know. Write some. If you heard what we just said, write what we just said to fuck <laughs> up their monetization. It'd be funny, you know? It'd be an interesting episode. Yeah, go say hi to the Critical Banner podcast. Say that you came here from Milk Bucket. Let them know that we sent you here. And by the way, make sure to check out our two sponsors. So firstly, you got Puppy. And then secondly, you got Manscaped. Code Milk Bucket for both of them. Hit them up. Give us five star review. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok. Fucking, you know the, you know the drill. Just fucking see it. I believe on Puppy, it's Milk Puppet. Is it? Yeah, Milk Puppet. It will be in the description. It will be in the description. <laughs> All of it will be in the description. <laughs> <We'll confirm it. laughs> anyway, see you later, guys. This see is Dragon guys. on. <laughs>